Hey, fanboy nation. This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching. Fanboy. 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 A fanboy, etc. Fanboy nation. Dot. I assume Tom. With Comic-Con being at home this year, and all sorts of great stuff is coming out of HBO Max, close enough by the creator of J.G. Quintel, who's won Emmys for the regular show, has now premiered his new animated series. J.G., how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great, man. This is uh, a very interesting cartoon, because it still has a bit of the feel of a regular show, since that's your sensibility and your bread and butter. But uh, mixed in with a little bit of 80s, 30-something, along with uh, Manchild, kind of. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. <laughs> um, the premise is this married couple that's sitting there living with a divorced couple while tr- uh, trying to raise their daughter. I've seen the first couple of episodes. This thing's hilarious, man. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, what's it mean to do a more adult show? Because you couldn't get away with this humor doing regular show before, but now here you are on HBO Max. Uh, similar artistic style, just a little more uh, grown-up, shall we say. Yeah, and I mean, really, for for close enough, I mean, regular show, that was so much about my time, like, in college and hanging out with buddies and, and slacking off, and then as regular show went on, uh, you know, I, I changed, like I got married and had a family, had kids. And, um, so regular show really started to feel like it was this character of who I used to be. And then when I started thinking of a new idea, close enough was kind of like the natural progression of like, Oh, this is what it's like to kind of be in your thirties and start a family and you want to be more responsible, but you still want to do the fun things that you used to do. And so we get to do all those types of stories that are aged up of like, you know, marriage stories, family stories, raising a kid, um, living with roommates, uh, those types of things. And on top of that, we get to do it with like an aged up rating. So we get to do even more. I mean, we used to push it on regular show, but now we, 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 we really stretch the limits. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, well, now you can actually make fun of the crunchy granola teacher that's teaching your kid how to spell too soon. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, that one was a little cringeworthy because I grew up in San Francisco, so I knew those people, and I was just like, ah, they're taking over education, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's all all based on some sort of reality, every little bit of, like, and there's humor in all of it, I think. How much of your real-life situation has gone into this? Where your wife looked at you and said, "You can't put that in the cartoon." People think that was that's really us cranked up to eleven. <laughs> well, she's very supportive of me putting whatever I want in there. But uh, one thing that like is dead on us is uh, in Logan's Run, one of the first episodes. Uh, they're like letting Candace go off to her first sleepover, and they're all sad about it. But then they're like super pumped and. Uh, they realize that they haven't had a night to themselves in like five years. And when they decide what to do with it, they decide that they're going to go do errands. <laughs> uh, once you're a parent, you realize like that, that free time becomes like, Oh, I can't go out. I got to like <laughs> do these responsible things. It's right. fun to make. I got to do the laundry. I got to, you know, I got to do the laundry. I got to go grocery shopping, that sort of thing. Oh, totally. Yeah. I get it. And uh, Gabriella Walsh play, plays your wife, Emily in this series. And she's hilarious, and her timing is impeccable, especially as Emily. Uh, the episode where she goes um, <clears throat> open house, you know, open house shopping, 
or window shopping, I yeah, guess, yeah. and getting caught in his TV sitcom. And that's the only spoiler we're going to get from the pilot. Uh, you know, uh, had me rolling. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Um, her timing is awesome and it's her first VO gig and she's just crushing it. So it's, it's great to have her and, um, she's making Emily like a standout character. Well, you know, the, I wish we could have done this face to face, but as you know, we're, we're facing a virus right now, unfortunately, and Comic-Con will be from home. Um, the, this whole situation, as an artist, you're kind of in your own little world anyway, most of the time creating until you have to present it to, to the big wigs, either HBO or Cartoon Network or wherever. But, you know, what would be, you know, what was the reaction that you've received so far? Because you can't go to a convention and present it to a crowd of, you know, 500 to 2,500 people and go, Hey, this is what we've put out. You know, you have to rely on social media for that. I know it's, it's, it's a bummer because I really enjoy comic con and being able to meet the fans face to face. Um, that was always a blast on regular show and to have this show drop at this moment in time where we're not able to do that. It is uh, disappointing to say the least, but I hope that once it all clears up, we do get to, to go out again and meet people that discover the show. And I hope people are watching the show. It's also weird because it's streaming now. So I'm so used to having it, you know, drop on linear cable where there's ratings and all this, but now it's like, it's just kind of out there and it's all out there at once. And Oh man, I hope people like it. (laughs) With it being all out there at once, um, it doesn't give you a chance to like pivot for the second or third episode or by the fifth episode to find your footing. It's like, here you go. This is all in. Good luck to you kind of thing. Um, is that more nerve wracking than getting the notes and saying, okay, we want you to pivot here. This will be more family friendly this way or whatever else the way it was with regular show. I mean, the way that we did on regular show, we typically had most of the episodes done by the time like a batch would be airing. So (laughs) we kind of knew what was going to come up. Um, it was always fun to kind of like slowly, play it out because you could kind of hear more real time, like on an episode by episode basis, what people were really digging, like if they liked a certain joke or whatever. And now that it's all out there, I feel like there is so much to focus on that, you know, the things that do pop up online are like probably the really standout moments if they're going to like, you know, be something that people want to post about because it's like the whole series, but there's so many good bits. Um, it's hard to choose. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm into the streaming, uh, like dropping it all because I feel like if people want to watch it all and they want to burn through it and binge it and they're enjoying it, they should totally be able to do that. And then if you're like me where I'm like, Oh, I don't have time to watch all of that at once. So I usually do like, Oh, we're going to do like one a week or like one every day kind of a thing and, and pace it out. And so really it's up to the audience, like how they want to consume it. Right. Yeah. With me, I'll, I'll watch two episodes at a time and then take a break. So I don't burn myself out on something and wonder when season two is going to drop. I know. Right. It's, yeah. it's tough when you see people who are like, I watched it in three hours and you're like, that took five years. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's one good thing about all of this being at home right now watching this and being able to consume your content because close enough is out already on HBO max. And then we can go back and visit regular show. This just means now we get to anticipate season two and being at comic-con next year. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we get to do more. And I hope that by the time anything like that comes out, that 
this whole pandemic is all over so that we can do a real comic con again. I miss it. You know, we miss it too, but we got to keep everybody healthy as we know, you know, we're being a little selfish and saying how, you know, we want to be in San Diego, but then again, it's San Diego. So we kind of got to be selfish about that. That's true. Yeah. Um, with everything going on, you know, in the series and, you know, the, the reception has seemed great. Uh, toys always play into things, even though this is not a family show. Are we going to get to see the family bike? Oh, man, that would be amazing. <laughs> if they ever make a branded family bike, I will get on it and try to pedal it by myself. <laughs> you know, uh, for people that haven't watched every episode yet or are waiting to hear what you have to say either at the panel on Thursday, July 23rd or after this interview, hopefully they'll listen to both or view both. Um, you know, what should their takeaway be from close enough? You know, is like, did the audience grow up with you or is this for a whole different generation of people? You know, I tried to make something that would be entertaining for everybody kind of in this age range. Um, and I deliberately made it where it's humans and it's like relatable, like just really funny stuff where, even if maybe you don't watch cartoons, like something like, say, regular show, where it looks pretty crazy when you look at that, um, like Blue Jay, Gumball Machine. Like, as an adult, I could imagine that there had to be some people who were like, I'm not going to watch that, <laughs> just because it looked weird. And so I tried to make something that was more palatable, like, no, no, this is totally like a normal sitcom, but it is going to get crazy. Um, and I hope that when people give it a chance, they they realize that it's super funny and that they really like it. Well, with stripper clowns, traveling snails, stripper, you know, what is it, uh, murderous mannequins and everything else, you know, you've definitely given everybody something crazy. Uh, JG, before I let you go, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at, uh, at JG Quintel on Twitter. Awesome. Well, that, ma that made it easy. So JG Quintel, uh, <laughs> uh, creator of Close Enough, the Comic-Con at Home panel is Thursday, July 23rd at 5 p.m. Pacific time. It's been a pleasure talking to you. It's streaming right now, all eight-plus episodes on HBO Max. Go ahead and check it out. Go back and visit a regular show because after eight episodes and you're done, you want something else that's going to keep you entertained. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Marcy.